0: Hello and welcome to The Homebuilding Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. Today's topic is homes for a new generation. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Homebuilding Hero today. And our topic, again, is homes for a new generation. Now, this topic might be a little bit misleading, I'm going to be honest, because you might be thinking, oh, we are going to talk about millennials, and no, I'm actually not. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe just anecdotally, but uh, what we're going to talk about today is different styles of floor plans that are coming to the market, and we're seeing more of it. And there's a couple in particular that I really thought were worth talking about, and one of them in particular was what we call multi-generational housing. And what we mean by multi-generational housing is that instead of the traditional housing where you just have your typical family unit, maybe husband, wife, and a couple children, multi-generational housing is going to house, you know, of course, multiple generations. So you would have something like, you know, husband, wife, child, and maybe an elderly grandparent or uh, maybe the children stay in the home longer and their their daughter or son is in the home and that's the grandchild. So um, multi-generational housing is when you have multiple generations living all under one roof. And you might say, well, that's not that big of a deal, but you have to look at that housing and that housing has to be slightly different uh, for that to work. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of those floor plans and some different things that we've done and what I think maybe the trend will be down the road, but it's pretty interesting. They, they actually did a study and they said that about 20% of all Americans are living in or have multi-generational houses. So that's almost 60 million people and that rate is rising pretty rapidly. Now multi-generational housing is not necessarily a new concept. Um, maybe more for America, but for other parts of the world, multi-generational housing is not something that's very unusual. In fact, it's very common. You know, if you live in um the Middle East, uh in Asia, that's the norm. Uh that the grandparents cared for the children while the parents were, you know, away working. And uh, then the parents kind of took care of their elderly. So it was kind of like they all stayed in the same house and they all helped each other out. And, you know, in a way it makes sense if you think of that philosophy of, um, you know, early on when you're just starting your family, a lot of times it's nice to have that extra help if you've got little ones, um, especially if you're trying to work. And while you're in your sort of prime earning years, having, you know, elderly parents staying over to take care of your children so you can go to work that makes sense and then as the parents get older and they need more assistance then they have um, it's kind of like a trade-off then then their children are able to take care of them in their home and you know and then of course the children kind of come up in 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 age and they become more capable so they can also help uh, the grandparents so it's kind of an interesting concept and uh, of course you know, maybe overseas the homes are smaller and, you know, you've got a lot of people kind of packed in there a little bit more. Uh, but here in America, I think a lot of the the concept of multi-generational housing is going to be floor plan related as well. And we've seen that. We've seen people ask us to build homes with mother-in-law suites or in-law suites. So taking maybe a traditional type home and building a, a whole separate area with, you know, its own separate master bedroom and maybe a little small living area and a kitchenette that's attached to the rest of the house. So they would share things like a laundry room, maybe still come into the main part of the house and, uh, you know, use the family room and and the bigger kitchen when they need to. But, um, you know, it's almost like a little apartment attached to the back of the home and or the side or wherever you can you know integrate it into the floor plan to make it look good and we've built several of these over the years and um, the 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 iteration that we do is usually pretty similar where you know it's it's typically built behind the garage and there's sort of a common hallway with a door so that you know it can be private you can have privacy if you like but um, you know the the in-law suite is basically able to be lived in on its own And it it can function as its own little unit. And typically, if it's, it's completely attached to the home, you don't need any separate zoning or anything. You don't need to... Um, you know, get, you know, two family zoning or anything like that. It's not considered a town home, as long as it's, you know, fully connected to the rest of the house. If it's completely separate, then that becomes a different issue that could become a zoning issue for municipalities and different things like that. So you got to look at that as well. And uh, I think one of the The challenges for that is the resale, you know, that can be hard because, um, but then again, most people that build homes like that probably won't resell them. So just keep that in mind. But, um, it is kind of an interesting concept. And then the other concept that we're seeing a lot of these days is this idea of, um, dual master suites. And so dual master bedroom suites are pretty common, um, especially down in the South, and again, that makes sense because when you have a setup like that, where you have two master bedrooms um, in the home, maybe it's just a two-bedroom home, it works out really nice because you know they're both going to have full bathrooms, they're both going to have a uh, area that people can you know bathe in, but yet it's private. So whether um, you know the, the couple is kind of split and each have their own suite, or you have a setup where people are um, you know having guests over, either way, that kind of dual master bedroom layout is is very attractive for people because um, it, it works great for guests they kind of have their own private area their own private bath and um you know then they can kind of come out to the the main part of the house and entertain and and be a part of it whereas um, maybe in traditional plans you know you might have two or three bedrooms and they all share a bathroom so again if you have a family where they have kids um, your guests are using the same bathroom as the kids that's not always an ideal setup uh, especially if there's quite a few people in the house at one time that can really be a challenge so a dual master bedroom floor plan is another kind of alternate floor plan that we're starting to see a a floor plan of the next generation so to speak and uh, especially for um older um you know boomers and things like that i think that's a great floor plan for them because again if um they have sleep issues different schedules each have their own private bedroom I think that works out great, and then on top of that, you know, again, if you have guests over, that works really, really well because they have their own private area, and and most people don't need that third bedroom unless they're going to turn that into an office. So you can sort of take that extra space from that third bedroom and make it into um, that bigger suite that uh, people would like. So, you know, I think we're seeing a shift in this, and the other thing that we can talk about too for multi generational housing would be the concept of instead of having an in-law suite, is having a um, an area that would allow for someone else to live in the home, and you sort of take a flex room. And we've done a lot of this, and that's been very popular. So for example, what we would do is maybe have a, a two-story home, and the three bedrooms would be up, but there would be a fourth bedroom on the first floor. And that fourth bedroom would not be a master bedroom suite, but rather it would be a um a flex room and this room would have its own full bath that's accessible right right around the corner or right in the hallway, and it would have a closet in it. So it could work as your fourth bedroom or it could be a den. But the idea behind it is really great because if you've got the full bath on the first floor, this gives you a lot of flexibility. And here's why think about this. If you have um let's say an older relative and um, they need to maybe come live with you now they've got an accessible room on the first floor it's separate from your um, sleeping area and things so you still sort of have some privacy and then you also have the accessibility of it being on the main level with a full bath so if they just need to come live with you for a couple months while they're rehabbing or if it's a permanent thing you have that option you also have the option of with your children when, let's say, the kids get a little bit older and they start to get a little bit more independent, maybe they're in high school, Um, you could have a bedroom on the first floor and that would be something where, you know, maybe they're coming and going a little bit later in the evening, you're already in bed. Um, of course, you trust them, but they, you know, can kind of come and go a little bit and they're not disturbing you. Um, or it's great, again, for college-age kid where maybe they're only coming into the home for three months during summer. And you can utilize a room like that for them while they're um, visiting during summer. And then when they move out uh, back to school, you know you can convert the room back to a study or you can convert it to um, whatever type of room you want, a craft room or whatever. So uh, this idea of multi-generational housing is definitely something that we're seeing more of and uh, it's it's working its way into more and more floor plans and it is definitely a trend That is continuing. So I think it's something that we got to watch. And uh, I think as builders, we are making more and more homes that are multi generational in in design. And I think you're going to see even more designs that are um, really fully integrated with this into the entire floor plan, not just kind of a, a traditional home with the wing put on it or, or the flex room, I think you're going to actually see floor plans that are designed specifically for that down the road may of course be a custom home in many cases but think of that advantage too housing is getting more expensive and now you have potentially um two two generations of people that can afford to pay for that home and that would cut down on your your costs for everybody and everyone shares in that construction cost and and during the recession a lot of people cohabitated and um there still are people cohabitating for financial reasons and um you know, makes sense to to maybe have plans out there and, and have homes out there that uh take advantage of that setup where uh it's it's made for cohabitation and you're you're reducing your your living costs by doing that, by everybody sharing the heating and cooling costs and the, the taxes and, and everything else. So it's a pretty fascinating concept and it's definitely something to keep an eye on and uh, that's why we wanted to talk about it here today on the Home Building Hero. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into the program today and if you have any questions at all, um, please make sure to reach us on the website at homebuildinghero.com and you can just fill out a form there and uh, we can take that question or that topic on a future show. And uh, of course, if you haven't already, make sure that you're following us on Twitter at building underscore hero, again, at building underscore hero, all lowercase, you can find us there on Twitter as well. And if you haven't already, make sure that you guys are subscribed to us on the Apple podcast, go into the app, look for Home Building Hero and hit subscribe and you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. So I want to thank you guys again for tuning into the Home Building Hero and we'll talk to you all very soon.